Right now, we're in the sign of Leo, and we have paired this powerful lion with Cabernet, and not mm. for the obvious reasons. Leo's like Cabernet because it's boastful and proud, but it still plays best when with others, which is why Cabernet is so often blended. And here are some famous people who are Leos, and maybe you can see see what we're talking about personality-wise um, and how you just described it. Uh, Jennifer Lopez, Madonna, Whitney Houston, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Barack Obama, Bill Clinton, J.K. Rowling, Julia Child, Steve Carell, Ben Affleck, Robert De Niro, Dustin Hoffman, Steve Martin, Sean Penn, Linda Carter. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. I can see her being a Leo, you know, so... All of these people are just straight up 100% Leo. It's so great. But they're mm-hmm. all kind of different in their own way. But they're very strong, very powerful. I found it interesting how many politicians were Leos, too. I mean, like big-time politicians. They like to lead. Yeah, exactly. They do. Right? Right? Mm-hmm. Cabernet is so good. I mean, it can be so big and powerful, especially when they're younger. And at the same time, has so much elegance, especially as they age. They do age with elegance. And, um, and this grape has a really interesting birthright. It's actually a cross between Cab Franc and Sauvignon Blanc, and that's no joke. That really happened. They got yeah. together and had a nice little marriage in the vineyard. And Yeah, uh, according to my Bible, you know, Genesis yeah. <laughs> Robinson's yep. Oxford Companion to Wine, it's, it's believed to have been a spontaneous cross that happened in a field in Bordeaux back in the days when they planted red and white wines in the same vineyards. Mm-hmm. So it ended up just being, you know, like it was a field blend, but then those guys happened to cross, and then right. a happy little baby was born, and it Thank was Cabernet God. Sauvignon. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was from the, the blessings of the gods and the heavens. The clouds parted and the angels did sing. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's one of the most widely planted grapes around the world. In fact, every major wine producing country has Cabernet planted. And one of the reasons it gained so much international attention is uh, going back to France, where where its origins are. It was the predominant grape used in those high price, those highly coveted wines from Bordeaux. And especially when you're looking at the ones from the left bank. It's really kind of cool. You know, um, Cab Sauve is known as, I mean, Cab. The ground zero for Cab Sauv is known as being Bordeaux, but it really right. wasn't a big deal there until like the 1800s. No, and you know they originally were blending it with Syrah too, and, yeah. and before they made it the big deal and with with the Merlot and the. Uh, the Cap Franc and the other things that it's blended with now to make these beautiful Bordeaux. So other places um, have this grape and they do really well with it as well. Obviously Napa and Sonoma, mm-hmm. of course. Santa Cruz Mountains, Washington State, Bulgari and Tuscany's Marema area. There are some of the best super Tuscans uh, mm-hmm. from that area. Um, those being the blended wines that veer off from the traditional right. Sangiovese DOCG wines. And then there's Cunawara in Australia, also Margaret River there, and the Panetes in Spain or Catalonia depending on who you talk to. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing that keeps Cab on top is its ability to be itself being structured with a black currant cigar box kind of palette, mm-hmm. but still convey a difference when it's grown and vinified in different places. You know, a Sonoma cab is going to be different from a Napa totally, cab, right. and neither is anything like a Kunawara. No. So they're, they're so different in different places. They're late ripening, um, which is just like a Leo, because they're, <laughs> they tend not to be very self-aware until later right, in life. I right. mean, the bull in a china cabinet kind of comes to mind with a young Leo. And the wine's most renowned for its integration of tannins that happen with bottle aging, which is another Leo thing, like you mentioned earlier. You know, mm-hmm. Leos tend to be, you know, rambunctious when they're young, but then as they get old, they get more, you know, classy and they, well, the hopefully, if they ever do reach self-awareness, but <laughs> yeah. some of them don't. <laughs> um, but anyway, so it's, it's kind of interesting because um, it's those phenolics that, uh, and, and the ability for that grape to macerate for longer periods of time that make it uh, a really good ager. 
And they, these wines are just, they're big and they're bold and they're full bodied and they have those tannins and the acids that make them so, so well, you know, like you just said, aging. And um, when I think of flavors in Cabernet that I like a lot, uh, cherry is a big one, especially in some of those Napa cabs. I mean, it's just all over. Black currants, dark chocolate, sometimes a bell pepper. And um, that could be coming from dad, the cab front. Yeah, exactly. And it's not always a bad thing. It's just part of it. I mean, some people like, oh, you just... You just, I, I remember saying that once and to a winemaker, and it almost like I insulted him. Yeah. But I mean, that's, it's just a little bit of that goes a long way. You can taste it, especially if you're um, attuned to that mint, eucalyptus, uh, especially in the Southern Australia, because there's so many uh, eucalyptus trees and, and they uh, kind of serve as a windbreak along the vineyards. So that's where some of that flavor is thought to come from as well. Yeah, they they actually tested it and they they planted cab within a certain number of feet away from eucalyptus trees because there's so much oil in those leaves. Right. It actually does have an impact on the eucalyptus flavors that come out in uh, Cabernet. Sometimes mm-hmm. it, it occurs, you know, within uh, the Cabernet as one of the phenolic compounds just on a very small micro level. Right. But the closer you plant them to eucalyptus trees, they do actually pick up those flavors. And also, you know, when the leaves get, you know, they fall off the tree and land in the grape bunches and you don't get them picked out. avoid that. (laughs) Well, then there is that. (laughs) But again, you know, that's another Leo thing. You know, Leos, when you put them in a different place or Mm -hmm. a different, you know, area, they will take on their surroundings and reflect those back, be them, be they good or bad surroundings. Mm -hmm. So Leos kind of absorb everything that is happening around them. It doesn't really impact them so much, but they will reflect it back. Um, That's a good way to put it. So they don't necessarily, it's not they're adapting or changing. They're just reflecting. That's a fine line. It's it's a little bit of a difference. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's like they're kind of, I I can say this because I am a Leo. If you're put in a different situation, I can work around it and figure it out and then kind of handle it. And that's kind of what CAB does. It Mm -hmm. can handle being in different places, but it will still always kind of be, you know, it's broad-shouldered little self. But um, it's kind of... It's really definitely the same same right. kind of personality trait. And when we're talking about different areas, like you were just talking about Australia, Cab is king in Napa. I mean, uh, the majority of the highly rated ones from there, I was reading, they actually come from clones that were brought over from Bordeaux by James Concanon. You've probably heard, seen the Concanon. Yeah, Concanon uh, brought a lot of stuff. Yes. Um, and apparently many of the clones die during Prohibition, a lot of the, the just grape clones in general. But this guy was a little bit wily, and he kept his alive by supplying altar wine to the Archbishop of San Francisco. He's a smart guy. Yeah. That's and, how some wineries actually made it out there. Mm-hmm. Is doing the prohibition, uh, pro uh, the sacramental wines. Exactly. Now, he's out there in Livermore. It's a really nice uh, winery. Now, mm-hmm. Well, he, he personally is not still there, but the winery, Concannon Vineyard, is out right. there in Livermore. It's not a very far jaunt from uh, San Francisco out into the East Bay, mm-hmm. and it is hot out there. I mean, in the summertime, it can get well over, I mean, like 110 for right. a couple days wow. here and there. So yeah. it's warm. Some they have a really great spikes. Viognier. I love that Viognier mm. out there. But they only have it at the winery. Anyway, I digress. 